Same All right, gentlemen. Right. Just Everything so you know, right. I've, I've pressed record. So we are hot. The red light is on. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with your host, Matt Floyd. Man, Simon was really jammed off that one. I was very excited by that intro. Simon was vibing off that intro. Boom. So I won the intro war, clearly. (laughs) Hold up. All right. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. I am Matt Floyd. As always, I am joined by Kamar Hargadon. What's up, brother? And Simon Anisman. Hello, everybody. And I think moving forward, it should be, we're all hosts. It's not like you guys are guests. I want you to be the host, brother. No, no, no. We're all hosts. Okay, sorry. I can't do that voice anymore. No, no. I just think for next week, it's because if not, you guys are guests. And if you guys are guests, well, I got some bad news about next week. <laughs> You're not invited yeah. back. Just a little too inside baseball, but yeah. Right, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, we're all hosts. We're all hosts. I thought it was insulting anyways. I just didn't want to say anything. You thought it was insulting that I was the host and you that weren't? Kamar was insinuating that you were somehow bigger than us. I agree. We're all equal parts. I just wanted to G up a bit, but I don't yeah, we're all it. equals. I don't deserve it yet. <laughs> Uh, again, welcome. Um, as usual, we are here to break down this week's rundown of the Joe Rogan episodes. Uh, this week was a light one, luckily. We uh, we got lucky this week. I usually complain about it being too heavy. This week, I complained about its lightness. Kamar, how was your week? My week was amazing till uh, yesterday in the uh, Red Blocks lost. So that's our CFL team for all our American listeners. So it's uh, Canadian football. We all the American the, listeners we lost last week from uh, <laughs> we got somewhere back, man. Yeah. Look at the stats; they do not lie. No one talking about CFL. They are all running. Right, I'm now. running. I don't want to. The CFL's garbage. The only so, thing I hate more than snow is CFL. Uh, Would have been good to have the Great Cup back here one more time, though. Wouldn't care. There you go. I'm with you, buddy. Two thousand person parade. Woo! Can't all be on the same page. Sens make the Stanley Cup. That's something to cheer about. Sure. And that's not going to happen Not either. likely. Not bloody likely. Why did you perform this week? I did not perform this week, but uh, this week is a new week, so there we've we got go. a show coming up. Simon, how was your week? Great. Thank you very much for asking, Matthew. Yeah. How do you feel about minimum wage? <laughs> We're not starting this. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Good to get to know you, boys. <laughs> get into Just a huge argument right before in. we even get into it. Well, we might as well. We got the time. Galloping right. to the clitoris. All right. So, Jake the Snake. 1205. Is that it? 1205. You got it. 1205. Jake the Snake Roberts. And don't forget our friend, Tony Oh, and Hinchcliffe. Tony Hinchcliffe. But he was, not, I don't know. So, why was Tony on? Let's talk about that to start. Because he's a huge WWE, formerly WWF fan. Has a has a WWE podcast. podcast. Yeah, he's a super fan. Perhaps super Joe fan, yeah. thought he better have somebody else in there. No, I, I'm sure Tony asked. I'm yeah, sh- I think Tony know, wanted to. I'm see sure it he on. knew Tony had a WWE podcast and was like, "Hey, I have Jake the Snake coming in. Would you want to sit in, like, as a friend?" I'm sure it was a double edged sword. A, this guy might have some good insight and questions that right. I don't have. And B, he's a friend of mine who's like a super fan. So basically, he just ended up being a punching bag for Jake the Snake. Uh, really, I would say Jamie was the punching bag. Jamie for Jake was the, snake. the ultimate punching Jamie, bag. Jamie, but I'm telling you, he he made a lot of jokes at Tony's expense, and Tony couldn't 
Oh no! Like Tony was on the back, edge of seat, you know loving every mean? minute of it. Well, Tony was a kid. Could have. He just wasn't going to. He wasn't going to. That, sorry, that's what I was saying. He he wasn't. But that's going the, to. that's what I hate. That's why I hate large people. Because go fuck yourself. You can't. You're not allowed to say anything to them just because they might toss no, you somewhere. I think he should have totally. Yeah, have he totally. Said, should he should have stood up for himself. Yeah. He's amazing on his feet. Yeah. Uh, comedy wise. He oh, should dude, have, I would. I would have dressed him down on the spot. Totally, because he wasn't funny at all. And he, the jokes he was trying to make at these guys. If he said mangina again, I was going to fucking stop the podcast. I was like, this is like listening. It's like when you sit down at a bar in a bad mood and that old shitty racist drunk sits beside you and won't leave you the fuck alone. Do you know what I mean? Like thinks they're hilarious. Like, oh, all my fucking arm prior buddies think I'm the fucking shit. Like, oh. yeah, no, that's exactly what it was like. That's exactly what it was like. I'm surprised <laughs> I did not hear him say, well, uh, the snake was in her pussy, so I had to stick it in her pooper. Oh, yeah. Like, it was. <laughs> I'm surprised you did not say <laughs> it that. It was I the think, lowest I, I common denominator. I also got to say, I hate, I fuck, I just can't stand the like, woe is me, followed by like, I'm out there changing the world. Like, I'm just, I'm out here. I, do you know how many people's lives I've affected? Like, if you have, great. I just don't like hearing people talk about it. Like, it re- to me. It reminded me of the fear of the 13 guy there. Oh yeah, totally. Nick fucking I always butcher his name. It's not Nick, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it is Nick. Okay, for once I got it. Nick Yassif or something. Yeah. Anyways, but it would be like a degrading comment followed by Ging himself up. Yeah, Super yeah. Big. Well, no, not even degrading, just like I've been through it all. I've seen it all. You have no idea what it's like to be me. I've had the hardest life, and now I'm just out here making the world a better place. And it's like, ah, I don't know. And the whole time he was like, I got raped. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then I found out it was by a woman. And I was like, oh, well, women can't perform rape. So, mm. Needless to say, Jake the Filter has no filter. Jake, Jake the, the filter, filter has no filter. What did I say? That's said Jake the Filter has no filter. Fucking marijuana, That's man. his new name, Fucking Jake marijuana. the Filter. Jake the non-filter. That's what he was before, Jake the Snake. It didn't last very long. Yeah, they were like, this uh Nobody's this getting this whole yeah. filter. Yeah, we don't understand it. He was uh, cracking Joe up, though. Yeah, Joe's again, laughing Joe, his ass off. Yeah, but that's also because Joe wasn't at the expense of any of his jokes. It was almost that's like right. him and Joe were like, he kept like looking at Joe like, yeah, me and you, the big beefcakes, right? Like these two little faggots. Like that's what I was, that's it the was vibe bully, I was getting from him. It was bully mentality. Yeah, 100%. And I thought Joe was going to stick up for people and never did. No, of course not. But, but one thing he, re- I, he really didn't do anything. One thing I took away from it is even though all my life uh, wrestling fake or whatever, like, the wrestling lifestyle is real. Like it's hard. That's the dumbest thing to say in the world, though. The wrestling life. These guys could easily just not do tons of drugs. You know that, right? Oh, it's yeah. It's possible but, to make a paycheck and just go back to the hotel. But for the injuries they have oh, and yeah, everything, uh, lo- like, I see what you're saying, Matt, with the coke and all that shit. I think a lot of it is like painkillers, right? Like they're taking things because they're constantly smashing their bodies up. It all leads one into the other. But, yeah, but uh, okay. So here's my problem: is like Jake the Snake was also like, yeah, these new guys are pussies and they don't know shit. It's like, yeah, but they're also probably taking the right steps to not lead the life you did. And you're sitting here like, I'm a broken human. I'm trying to make people better. But these new guys are pussies. Like, to me, it just seemed very the, the disingenuous. Whole, the whole podcast was a contradiction. He definitely... Uh, Thank you. Yeah. As I'm long as I'm, okay. I felt he, like I was a, an outlier. He here. definitely laid out the oh, blueprint on what outlier, not to do. Not on this case. Yeah. But I have a friend who, um, when Jake and all those wrestlers, they come to Canada and do that tour, and he goes with them, and he says they're really cool, and it's a lot of fun. So, Yeah, but again, it's always, when you're with the bullies, it's always kind of cool. 
like, to not yeah. be bullied. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. He just didn't seem like a fun guy to me. No, no, he did not seem fun. And I would not like to be stuck in a long car ride with him no. at all. And his addiction sounded terrible. Yeah. Like, Kamar, you just mentioned it. He's the kind of person I get stuck beside on the plane all the fucking time. Like six foot four, just like yeah, ballistic recovering snake, giant snake in a bag underneath the seat. I'm not kidding. When we flew back from Thailand, we flew from Beijing to Newark, and we're in business class. It's all Asian businessmen in suits. The one woman to the left of me, across the aisle, was this like 400 pound Puerto Rican woman. She just kept yelling, and she was like, the first thing she said to me, she's like, "A lot of fucking Asians on this flight," and I was just like, "Oh." Whoa. And I'm looking around and all these Asians are looking at me. I'm like, she's not my mom. I'm not with her. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And then she starts going off about how it's all Asian food on the fucking menu. I was like, lady, we're flying out of China. Shut the fuck up. I think I'd rather sit beside her than Jake the Snake, though. Ten times out of ten. There you go. So He would have put you in a sleeper He's hole. He's definitely oh. not a good passenger. You get a couple beside. of winks on the plane, man. Oh, he would have just. I, no, he would have been like, what, you're not drinking? Hey, someone get this guy man, Jenna. <laughs> Did anyone learn anything from this Simon. podcast? Yeah, I learned what I know, what I'm glad I ne- didn't become. A professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Dare to dream. I don't think I learned much. I mean, I think I kind of get Kamar's point. It's interesting to see, if this was your point, Kamar, it's interesting to see these guys outside of the ring, right? Like what was actually going on while we're just watching a bunch of dudes, you know, and under Yeah, but I've seen each other so around. many documentaries that it wasn't a surprise to me. Like I saw the wrestler with, what's his name, years ago, like... We know all we know all these stories. Like it's not I don't know. And again, I'll bring it up. I said this off the podcast before we had a podcast. It seems like no one can talk about Andre the Giant without mentioning his flatulence. His flatulence was legendary, as was it he. must have been because I watched the documentary on him and they talk about his flatulence for like a solid five minutes. That's a great documentary. The Andre the Giant documentary? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. It's terrific. Yeah, but that's because his story is incredible. Jake the Snake to me seems like a fucking white trash hick who just well, like. So yeah. it would have been better had he had Andre the Giant on the podcast. Well, he can't because he's, he's dead. dead. Right. But yes, Andre the Giant would be. Although, Step yes. Up, Andre. Yes and no. At the same time, Andre the Giant didn't seem like the most like eloquent speaker. No, it'd be broken English. <clears throat> but Very just his French. feats of drinking 48 beers in one sitting and what he would eat, that, I'd like to hear all that stuff more. But I have a feeling Andre the Giant wasn't one of these braggadocio guys. He probably would have been like, I drank a bit. What do you want? Like, Oh, to him, he doesn't think it's much at all. That's it. But I mean, yeah, you hear nothing about. You only hear like, yeah, he used to drink fucking. I wonder if he had Gorilla Nuts. I mean, the guy had like a size 23 foot. I would they, have to assume. Don't, don't they comment on that in the documentary? No, Ric Flair. Ric Flair's like, <laughs> what does Ric Flair say? He says something along the lines of he's like, listen, brother, the guy had a size 23 foot. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> he obviously had he's a just, fucking baby's arm. Yeah, of course. Well, probably more than that. You got some dick envy there. Yeah, for sure. Well, dude, he was like seven what? Seven. I think he was, uh, I think he was six, nine. And, you know, I don't care about wrestlers today, but when I was a kid, I did care about Jake the Snake. I did care about Hulk Hogan, all those guys. So, for me, it was 
I was riveted to hear just what was going on at that time when I was just a kid watching them, not knowing what wrestling was. Yeah, but again, it makes sense. I don't. I. I do not care the passion that Tony that Hinchcliffe has. Well, and it, like Matt said, we—it's not like this was a surprise. We knew wrestling. That there's been so many suicides, and uh, yeah, we knew they were fucked up people. We know Vince McMahon fucked them all. Like none of this is. There's no news there. So in I, my opinion, I, there was nothing that surprised me in this podcast. I guess I'll it's it that way. safe to say you should not let your child get into professional wrestling. Yeah, obviously. It's a lonely road you're sending him down. I, I thought this podcast was going to be a lot more wrestling and a lot less addiction. But I should have known after Diamond Dallas was on and it was all yeah, DDP yoga, yoga and right? Stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. But I mean, who's who's had more struggles, Jake the Snake or Shane Dorian? <laughs> Shane Dorian, for sure. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> devil's advocate over there i want to say one thing though um they went into uh talking about david arquette and his his wrestling wrestling career and uh joe rogan said some words and uh david arquette clapped back on twitter if you guys don't mind i'll read what david wrote back please do i can't remember what joe i think they were were saying the words that joe said i think he was saying he needs the money or something like that no 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 because joe i think Maybe it was Jamie that chimed in, but someone was like, he does not need the money. I think Hinchcliffe chimed in, actually. Either way, someone chimed in on the podcast and said, this guy has a production company and he's filthy rich, yeah, which he is. It was Tony. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Tony clapped back on that, but still, their initial thing was, maybe he needs the money or something. Okay, let's hear it. He was directed. So uh, Dave Arquette wrote back, hey, at Joe Rogan, these are the movies I have coming out, Saving Flora, Mope. Dr. Fish's advice for sad poets and the Duplass brothers, the miseducation of Bindu. I start a film Heartland on December. First, I'm wrestling to stop people talking shit about me and cause I love it. Great. But it's interesting <laughs> that he, uh, he clapped back. So he obviously is a listener over the Joe Rogan. Not necessarily. No, David Arquette, just told David Arquette might mentioned. be one of those people that has like his name on Google, like flagged. So anytime there's a fucking article, it, Listen, if he phones into us, then we'll know. <laughs> yeah, David, if you're listening. He's just a whore. So I guess none of us really love this podcast. I mean, I like I like Jay the Snake. I guess I just had bigger hopes coming into it. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was going to be different. I, I, we could talk a lot about how terrible this guy's life was. Like, it was a horrible story. Yes, if you want to hear about someone's grizzled life and the story of redemption... I listen to Jake the Snake Roberts, but it might bring you down lower than you were before you start listening to it. Or not, because he ended up coming out. He's Now he's the best. Now he just changes lives. Does he? According to him, he's just out there every day on the street corner changing lives. Well, I tell you, his dad was a piece of work. Oh, that story where he tells about the dad. Did he have to take some medicine so that he wouldn't drink? Yes, yes. But then he'd go down, take the medicine and then down like a quart of whiskey or something and then spend the whole rest of the day puking. Yeah. They are a messed up family. I mean, it's horrible. all over the place. It's horrible. Very grisly stories. That's all I can say over and over and over again. Uh, but again, tons of laughter. <laughs> well, Joe's laughing. No, Joe's laughing. laughing. No, Joe, Joe's like my mom. He seems to love the pain of others. It like, was very much like that. Uh, yeah, like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like this guy's pouring his heart out and Joe's just fucking welling up in the wrong way joe is the cackling therapist maybe it's maybe it's therapeutic maybe that is therapeutic maybe it's a new form of therapy someone just sits there and laughs at your problems i'm down to try it 
Jake seemed pretty hardcore though when he tells the story of himself getting the bone popped through and the other guy puking all over him. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Oh, because he could see the exposed bone. Yeah, and he's just so high on coke that he can't feel it at all. He took the words right out of his mouth. I mean, he, yeah, obviously, he kept saying he kept saying that it wouldn't have mattered if he was on drugs or not. That you're just so the, high because of the adrenaline or whatever, but. I, I could believe that, but yeah, he he's got. He have just wanted to keep wrestling. Fifteen years of they psychosis can't go on because the guy's puking too much. Those and then they show Vince McMahon like tearing his MCL, jumping into the ring. Oh yeah. Oh, his quad separated. Yeah, that was his quad. Yeah, gross. He is so jacked, though. Like I know they talked about that. He, I was looking at pictures of him. He is so jacked, and I remember when he'd wrestle on. Well, that's uh, why he got jacked. No, oh, I know him it, and his son. It was so weird. He had like this head that was. And he's like a billionaire. Vince McMahon, and then everything else about him was like Dolph Lundgren. He's jacked all the way around. So, ladies, if you're looking for a sugar daddy, I think he's married though. So, got a lot of fucking money. That man got a lot of money. But yeah, Tony was almost Tony was almost not part of this. Yeah. Other I than mean, a few little anecdotes about how like he watched and how his friend ran away when the snake Jamie had more to do with it yeah. just by being called I, a pussy the whole time. I did think it was uh I did think it was really funny him telling the story about how the snake was only allowed to work X amount of hours per week, but they they could pretty much whip him into like like they were beating him like a rented mule. But <laughs> they, the snake, they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Animal rights people were like, whoa, whoa, you can't overwork the snake. And yet the snake was flying in the luggage. Yeah, not to mention he said too, he's like, oh, we killed that snake a million yeah, times. Yeah, and, like, and he, he said a bunch of times how mean he was to that snake. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if PETA got all over him, you know? I will say his Macho Man impersonation was is amazing. Bad. Oh, they're Dead spot on. on. I think they all even. That's the other thing. Wrestlers now they remember were the first like shit talkers that I ever saw because that's all. That's all they do to hype that's the all, fight over. Just say how to destroy oh, the other guy. The ultimate Warrior. Well, of course he was the ultimate shit talker. Oh my god! Should I pull that clip up? Have you seen that? In every uh, yeah, I mean we There's might as like well. We got two, time to kill. There's a two minute super. I'll fu- I'll pull it up. It's it's one of the funniest clips ever. It's pretty much the Ultimate Warrior's best shit talking. Okay, but his he's he might have been the best. I mean, rest when, in peace, Ultimate Warrior. When I was a yeah, kid, right. I used to watch a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. So, so that's Lots where I uh, I like had I, no problem watching. I it. loved it. I love I love the shit talking and the yeah, whole but again, when you were a kid you could buy into it. Yeah. Macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, First yeah. you thought it was real, and then when you found out it wasn't, you were like, "Yeah, well." Like it was like a, it truly was I remember like a soap it got opera for like kids. Popular again when I was in university, people were like watching Raw again, and it was ironically, like a yeah. Well, when Stone Cold, when Stone Cold, oh, Stone Cold and Mankind, and even and I, I remember being like, yeah, like. Like early high school, grade eight, and I even had a resurrection because it was like, I don't know, it was wildly exciting for no good reason. Yeah, too no, cool, got kind of scary. I was watching it then, but I remember it being popular again. And but it, mind, and it's on an upswing now, too. I apparently. also watched a lot of Jerry Springer back then. But obviously, it's really popular still. I mean, they're still selling out massive arenas every week. I, mean, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if uh, Jake could get back into become a uh, referee. Yeah, I doubt it. Well, I mean, I mean, that's how he started, right? He was a referee. Really? That's a, oh yeah no, that too. He was talking about how like he's like a lot of those people are just fillers. You just beat them up. He's like I didn't have to do that because I was the best. It's like oh dude. Just, oh you gotta have an ego. I'm sure. Dropped a bunch of f bombs. That was for sure. He had he was no making filter. Joe uncomfortable. Jake All right guys, here you gotta hear this. This is absolutely unreal. I'm 
one reason to attack and keep coming. Not to ask, but just to give. Not to want, but just to send. Send the power of water down everybody's throat in the WWE till I become sick of it. Well, you're gonna get sick of it because this freaking nature right here is just beginning to swell. And when I get big enough, brother, there ain't gonna be room for anybody else but me and all the warriors floating through the veins and the power of the warrior. <laughs> How must I prepare? You must ask yourself, should I jump up the tallest building in the world? Should I lay on the lot and let him run over me with lawnmowers? <laughs> Should I go to Africa and let him me with raging elephants? <laughs> ah, you can feel it, dude! You can feel it! Load the spaceship with the rocket fuel! Load it with the word! In my final meeting with the gods from the heavens above, as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior, they told me, Exit stage left! Exit stage right! There is no it. place! Like there, I said, there did, is no one better. Didn't something bad happen to him? Am I misremembering? <clears throat> I think he died. I know he changed his legal name to Warrior. Kamar, mm -hmm. did the Ultimate Warrior die? Did something bad happen to the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, he passed away. He did. Eh? But like I said, drug though, overdose or something. He had changed his name legally to Warrior. I don't know. All those guys abuse roids, so. I like to bring it up though, but he, I mean, I was just thinking those guys were like superhero big, like so jacked. I didn't, I didn't realize at that time football players were all that big, but you never saw football players standing there without their clothes on. These were the, like the closest thing to superhero oh, yeah. I ever saw. And like back in the day, like Dino Bravo, those guys with their like, dude, Hulk slammed on 32 inch biceps. Who was the guy with the big one? Steve Strong? Was it Steve Strong? Was that name possibly? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Any Steve and Sting Strong. and the other wrestling things. I mean, it was kind of cool, but if you hate wrestling, I wouldn't listen to this podcast. That's for sure. Even if you love wrestling, I wouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Do you guys remember that Donald Trump was on yeah, WWE? WWE? Yeah, of course. Unreal. And doesn't he like slam Vince, Vince McMahon or something? He was on a bunch too. I don't think yeah. it was just one episode. Like I think the he was the president like, of the United States. Yeah, that is classic. Like imagine Obama was on the WWE. No, so yeah, here no, it is. I mean, that's the equivalent. No, well, no, it's different because like like Reagan. Reagan was a movie star beforehand. So In a you movie know, like, with an orangutan. I get it. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a Bedtime fact. for Bonzo. Uh, yeah, just for uh, fact <laughs> checking here, the Ultimate Warrior. Died on April 8th, 2014, at the age of 54. In an autopsy revealed, the warrior died of a heart attack caused by a bunch of words I cannot pronounce. What was his legal name when he died? The warrior. I'm like 100%. Birth name, James Brian Helwig. And I cannot find anything. Either way, I'm like 95%. I believe it. I'm not going to bother looking it up. You can take my word for it. He changed his name to Warrior. And he was just so jacked. Oh, Dude, yeah, the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. You, missed some of, you missed some of the good ones. Take me to Africa and let the lions or <laughs> and let the elephants trample all over my body. Lay me on the lawn and let them run over me with lawnmowers. <laughs> his hype talk was second to none. That's and what I was just saying. Arms like, yeah. oh. He got me pumped and wanted to throw someone down. And also, I want to say uh, Jake the Snake had one of the best wrestling finishing moves the old ddt oh yeah you know classic. you get someone a headlock and just drop them that's the only one i ever saw kids in the schoolyard actually do 
even on cement. Yeah, isn't that the one that killed a bunch of kids in Florida? Isn't that the one that kills a kid like every year in Florida? I think that's the pile driver. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the pile driver has a lot more room for air on The DDT, neck. like Kamara was saying, could actually be used in a fight almost. You know, you have a guy in a headlock yeah, and yeah. just kind of drop Especially if there's No, but the I'm saying, yeah, dude, my dad did that to me but it's and the nearly d- it's broke the my back. It's the pile driver where it like yeah, breaks like, kids' yeah, yeah, necks yeah, yeah. because that's something that would never get done and all of a sudden you're, you know... No, but like one kid a year in Florida since the 80s has died from that, I think. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's But like I'm saying, it's not something that would normally happen in a fight. You got to like kind of agree yeah. to let the guy... It's way too hard to set up a suplex. upside down, it's you true, know? yeah. And the figure four leg lock was another one I used to do. Love the figure four. And the rest of them, you got to jump off ropes and have the guy... I used to put all... Willingly stand there and wait for you to jump him, so... I sent Simon a good one the other day, this big guy throwing this little guy out of the ring. And I mean, like, he probably goes 30 feet out of the ring. No exaggeration. I remember when I used to watch uh, wrestling as a kid, there used to be a lot of uh, little people. Midgets. Mm-hmm. Well, back then, that's what they were. They were in Canada. They're I don't know if you use that midgets. word. No, I don't think they are, Matt. I think they like to be referred to as um, heightened challenges or something. Nope. Dwarves, I don't think dwarves dwarf, are possible. No, I don't. That's all Lord of the Rings talk. Well, we just lost like all that. those listeners. Well, you definitely can't. Well, they can't reach a mic anyway. You can't say. Wow. You definitely can't. I'm walking away from that listen, one. Listen, little person is ridiculous. And Tom Segura is a special sure, talk I'm pretty about sure it. it's a little person. Big world, little people. So stupid. It's not big world midgets. Anyways, back it in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a much that's a much catchier title right off the bat. You get TLC on the phone, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I like that actually. Big world midgets. It's, big world midgets. It's slightly, yeah. ag- it's slightly aggressive, but it's way catchier. It's got a better word what's economy. The idea that you take a little person and drop them in the middle of New York City and see what happens. Yeah, see how's it going. Naked, naked. Obviously. It's almost like obviously. naked and afraid, but with midgets and in the city. Are you afraid of naked people? I'm going to write that down. We actually have a good list of J R E E business models. That's like um, so far. We're going to undercover. Do- yeah, but no, we're going to do it's the game. Undercover. The game for rich people with Darren Brown. That's one of our ideas. And then this was another good one. We had a third one too. Fuck. I got to start writing them down. Or we could just listen back to the podcast. You know what? Him. We didn't Jake the Snake. We didn't Joe Rogan experience. Uh, or we the didn't, bump. Yeah, we didn't do the Joe Rogan bump for Jake Joe the Snake. Joe Rogan effect, I believe is what that, we call it. That was it. Yeah, the Joe it. Rogan effect. Does he even have an Instagram? I bet it's terrible. I don't know. Come on. Uh, well, I like to ramble while I look. Oh, Mr. Rooney. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Instagram. Was it Instagram or Twitter? Actually, no, hold We're on. First Instagram. of all, let's think about it. Based on how terrible a person he was on this podcast, do you think anyone would seriously go and follow him on Instagram? Um, I feel like it's sort of like, uh, do you remember the movie uh, Office Space? Of course. Where he's like, uh, what are you going to do this weekend? Or spe- What would you spend $100 million on? Or whatever it goes. Uh, do ch- two chicks at the same time. He's like, I don't think you have to pay much. Two chicks that do me. <laughs> That's what kind of guy Jake the Snake is, or Jake the Filter. To answer your question, Matt, no, I don't think anybody was going to look him up. I think that anybody who's an MMA guy has no interest in wrestling, and anybody who has a head on their shoulders has no interest in Jake the Snake. Yeah, no, this, yeah. You know, Jake the Snake has a um, Instagram with 45.7 thousand followers. That is a lot more than I thought. He and, and he's not verified. That's way lower. And he's I not verified. 47,000? For, listen, when he said 47, I was like, okay, that makes sense. He has 47 no. followers. No, no. 40, 47,000 is low for someone that's like, quote unquote, famous. Unfortunately, because we yeah, did not, not do our due diligence, we do not know if he was at 
two. He could have been true. at five, he might have been seven, at twenty. No, he might have been and at twenty. Up, but, uh, We've got to figure out that app that can tell you. Listen, all I'm telling you is like there's there's like fucking mediocre pieces of ass out there that have fifty thousand Instagram followers. So the fact that Jake the Snake has forty seven thousand is shocking. Very low. Fuck you, Jake. He may be big on Facebook though. That's an older medium. He's big. No, he's probably big on MySpace. If anything, there you go. Can we be done with this prick, please? Um, sure, if you like. Yeah, it just wasn't. Well, the other what was I mean, uh, favorite wrestlers? Favorite wrestler was probably uh, Hulk Hogan because that's the other thing. The hype song when they come in the ring, like they'd play the song like, no, oh, I am coming. a real American. Something comes Fight from for deep the inside. Right. Yeah. And he also trashed uh, Rocky. So probably Hulk Hogan. I was sort of cheesy. Uh, like the or- George Animal Steel, Hillbilly, Jim. Back in the day. Tito Santana, I like Ultimate Warrior, obviously. I like baby. Uh, nice. Bushwhackers. Road good. Warriors, they seem scary. The Road Warriors yeah, were my oh, favorite. Wait. Favorite tag yeah, team and the, sure. the Hart Brothers can own. I mean, I like the. Oh, Jimmy. the Hart Brothers were the worst. Tell me you're joking. They were evil guys in the thing. No, they, they were, were just the worst. Period. British Bulldogs were the heroes. British Bulldogs. I like those guys. But I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan for sure. I remember being a massive Warrior. Guy. Junkyard Dog. He was amazing. I liked uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. S- Superfly was amazing. Rick Rude, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ooh, Elizabeth, Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, we used to uh, when I was a kid, <clears throat> really young. Every Saturday, we'd go over. I'd go over to my friend's grandfather's house, and we'd they'd feed us lunch, and we'd watch wrestling. But it wasn't even the WWF; it was like WCW or yeah, something. That I don't was remember. the one they bought. Maple Leaf yeah, Gardens, and uh, it was guys like Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah and, the Butcher. But we were just so happy that any wrestling was on. It, it didn't even matter, you know. We'd watch the shitty one, and then I'd go home and I'd watch the good one. I think we're suppressing our love of wrestling because we just weren't impressed by this podcast. No, I remember. You, I remember when the first. Do you remember the first time you saw like a wrestler take on a different persona and being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa yeah, whoa. what's going on?" Here? Yeah, like Razor Ramon was. Uh, oh, they changed the actual character. Yeah, that's they what were. I'm saying. Oh, it was that this, that happened. That yeah. happened a lot, dude. Though I were like, "Who the one, two, three kid?" Was uh, ended up being part of Degeneration yeah, right. X. Remember, he beat Razor Ramon and like a yeah. Come on, I was clearly a wrestling fan. Uh, he yeah, beat Razor Ramon in like a wash. Monday Night Raw. It's like on Roseanne when they try to replace Becky, and you're just like, no. Nah. Yeah, change the channel. I will say though, I, and I don't know if you remember this, when they brought the original Becky back, because you remember she was only on for like yeah. two seasons. Yeah. The first episode she was back when she walks on, there's like a huge studio audience applause, and her uh, one of the I think the first line back is uh where have you been hmm. which is i like that the little fake, nod to the, the fact fake that becky ended up on um crack with jake the no, Snake Roberts. no no on um scrubs oh yeah and she's right. on yeah. something yeah, now yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know like uh went. first of all hear me out She's way oh, hotter. The new, the new Becky was way hotter than the old. I Becky. thought we were talking about Roseanne anymore. Yeah, well, fuck we're not. Roseanne. We're done. He All did. Right. He definitely mentioned Asians in every episode. Pretty. Much. I think he even brought up to Jake the Snake. Jake, do you know that Asians are being discriminated against at Harvard? Well, he, d- the, he definitely didn't bring that. That's up. the best <laughs> example of uh, another case of racism that does not. So evolve. the question then is: Was this episode better than Shane Dorian? No, in no realm. Although it pains me to say, it is not better. Shane Shane Dorian Dorian. was better. How many Jamies? Oh, how many Jamies do you give the week? We didn't go over that. Uh, For the week, uh, there's only three. Well, technically, two episodes and a fight companion. Mm, 
because of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's, it's a one Jamie week for a, me. A two Jamie week, maybe. One Jamie week. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll meet you guys with two. I think two is fair. Somewhere between one and two. Sure. So, what do you give this episode? I give it a one Jamie. Yeah, one Jamie. It was. One I was Jamie. super disappointed. I'm, I'm happy uh, Jake got his life together. I honestly uh, can't so. believe that you guys are. You guys literally just breezed over how brutal he was to Jamie. As as such proponents of Jamie, I can't believe you. Two no, are he was sit letting, by he, fucking idol. He was letting let him up. Fucking pompous six foot four bald cocksucker. He, ream Jamie out. He he might as well have been asking him the whole fucking two hours to look stuff up like a prick. And uh, you guys just are sitting here like, eh, hey, well, he was whatever. I think Jamie was loving the attention. I really because they weren't cutting Jamie, but Joe was looking at Jamie and Jake was looking at Jamie. And also, Tony threw him under the bus because Jamie wasn't going to mention his sore back. Well, Tony had to throw us under the bus or he, well, yeah, he was going to be the stepping Tony stone. knew. Tony's like, I look gay. I have a giant smile and my voice is fucked. So I think it could have been Jake the Snake on with uh, Jamie. For a long time, I thought Tony was gay. And I For was sure. always like so impressed at how Joe had this gay friend. <laughs> That's to, how far I had taken it. To and, find out that Tony's straight and evil genius Darren Brown is gay is uh, unreal. I found out that up Tony down, was straight when I saw Joe in Toronto and Tony was the opening act and he tells this whole story about a threesome. So I'm like, oh my God, he's going to tell a story about being with two dudes and then it ends up being two girls. I'm like, what is going on here? What was it called? The kind of head he got. Top Thought or something? You don't remember the story? Top Thought? He explained, he explained uh, in uh, graphic detail the blowjob he received by one oh, of the girls. I don't, uh, I don't remember. I'm that sorry. is the last person I want to hear describe a blowjob at all. Because like Simon's saying, I'm just picturing him replacing a woman with a man. Like I'm picturing, it doesn't matter. Well, now I know. I mean, it's fine. Not that there's anything Who's the wrong first with person that? you ought to hear describe a blowjob? You. Flattered. So yeah, so Jake the Snake, uh, not our cup of tea, but it could be yours, guys. And uh, anyone who actually listened to it and t- completely agrees with us, give us a shout. Let us know why we're wrong. I yeah. dare you to, <laughs> cocksuckers. I mean, again, if if what you were looking for was like a really deep, sad interview, there were parts that were... Like Who the that. fuck is looking for that? Like, no, who's actively the, out there? Like, uh, I'm, I'm just, really <laughs> looking for an interview that's going to bum me the fuck out today. I think happy rich people look for that sort of thing. Do they? They want to hear how bad other people have it and go, <laughs> So, like, you think Dan Bilzerian's Instagram is all just like, oh, woe yeah. is me? It's the opposite. It's all just we're broken all, down yeah, wrestling. We're all looking at, like, fucking Dan Bilzerian while he's like, yeah, look at Jake the Snake. He's got his dick out. Like, fuck, <laughs> just so happy about Guaranteed, people's. that guy is not doing that. Dan Bilzerian is... Living his best life. I think he has uh, Jake the Snake on speed down now. No, now I'm excited. Now now there's a part of me that's like Dan Bilzerian goes on like really poor people's Instagrams to get his fucking jollies. That's perfect. Just to know how good he's doing. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's the that narrative I'm living with. I like that. That's better. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Fuck you, Dan Bilzerian. Well, just know that he's thinking the exact same thing about you, Matt. <laughs> for real. Yeah, no, 100%. If he emails, I will shit my pants. <laughs> You're saying if Dan Belzerian emails us? Yeah, it was like calls Matt out. That'd be amazing. I and like all you, you're going to do is shit your pants? Wow, that's a uh, metaphor. That's the, that's be, his reply. That's his mouth. reply to the email? Well, he Instagram. Just, Instagram me shitting shit my pants. It to him. All right. <laughs> all right. 12.06. 12.06. Mike Ward and... Pantales. The French magician.
We assume. No. We, we didn't even look. This I don't. I don't think up. he is a French magician. But like you said, with you a don't. Name, like, you genuinely don't think he's a French magician. Like you for, said that as for, a joke. For I said that as a joke. For real, I don't think he's a French magician. I think he's some comedian named well, Pantelis. He's a French comedian. I think he's a clinger on of Mike Ward, who is a French comedian. How are you a clinger on of a like a, a of a, a cling on <laughs> of a Quebec? Stand-up comedian. I don't even know how this guy made it on Joe Rogan because other than the human a, rights he, thing. Mike Ward's a multimillionaire. In Quebec, there's a whole industry. No, and, I'm aware of and that. And he's but I mean, like one of the biggest because he's the he's uh, he's like the French-Canadian Doug Stanhope. Listen, he made sure to tell us that he was lucky that he had so much money that he could just throw 200 grand away on his defense. I'd, I'd say he's one of the most successful comedians <laughs> in Canada. Simon, I didn't take it that way. Which I took, isn't I took it much. as him just saying, luckily I have enough to, to do this. Yeah, sorry. I was just being facetious, Matthew. And that fucked me up more than anything to find out that we don't have any... Like, we don't have free speech here. The whole time we've been arguing about Alex Jones and this, that, and then I find out that our country doesn't have any of these rights whatsoever. Yeah, we're fucked. Crazy. So watch what you say. No, it is insane to know that the Human Rights Tribunal could just come and fine one of us Whatever amount they decide over something we say on this podcast. But the key was that this, what happened was uh, Mike Ward told this joke about this uh, child who had a um, terminal illness or disability. Who gives a shit? Well, no, I'm just trying to no, he's just I, giving I, some I'm, just, I'm just trying to ex- explain what happened. <laughs> and so uh, Mike, and then this kid ended up not dying. And that was Mike Ward's joke. Basically like, uh, why do we care about this guy? He's, He's still alive. It's it's all a hoax or whatever. So it was. I think it was the 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 attack on one individual that was able to then go to the human tri- human rights tribunal. So you, you might have the free speech to say anything you want, but if you say something about someone else, even though it was it comedy, doesn't matter. That's not. It. And who came after who? I know that's not. I know this isn't the point at all. But. Did, did he get sued by the family and then no. the rights tribunal came after no, him? No, the, it's the human tri- rights tribunal. They filed a complaint with them and then they took it up. I just don't, I don't get it. Like this guy's doing stand up. Do you understand what comedy is? Like when he was like, yeah, I found out that the family was super bummed out. I said this like, well, what's wrong with them? Well, that I think that was his first mistake. Well, I think that was exactly Joe's point is that, um, it comedy isn't thought of in the same way as like art or even a movie, right? Like you can get away with shit in a movie because you're playing a character, but because you're being yourself as a comedian, you you're accountable for everything you say. No, that's bullshit, man. Comedy com- comedy is just as much a, an art as writing a poem, but you nobody's gonna fucking sue you for the poem you write well i guess they could but well in canada you clearly you might happening. get sued for a fucking poem well, i mean this was what jordan peterson was arguing against right hold up L- listen <laughs> just because i think that's he's out self-promoting there, self- piece of shit jordan peterson <laughs> i don't disagree with the fight he was i can't making. believe his mouth his words were in my mouth his name god damn it listen Fuck. if nobody Fuck has him. any idea what we're talking about kamar and i had a heated he was in a fucking uh, house of mirrors last week um, yeah, call back. But um, I, the, what I understand is the uh, the butt of the joke, the child was harassed by people as well uh, for being made fun of. So 
Sorry. Maybe that plays Sorry, into it. Run that by me again. I he that. made he made the joke about this guy. I don't want to say his name, <laughs> to be honest. No, and don't. He's Mike the kid Ward. Got, no, the the the, the uh, we're the, just gonna call him the sick kid. The sick kid. That yeah, exactly. He he got harassed after Mike Ward made this joke and stuff, which uh, bullied at school. They're saying, and this prompted them to file the. But human hold on, hold. Whoa, hold the bus. Who listens to Mike Ward? Why? How would anybody I'm even telling, know this joke was I, this, made this, this, if these guys, people didn't make a big deal? You guys have to, that big in Quebec. You guys have to suspend your disbelief. He's not, a household name in Quebec. And it doesn't matter. Listen, I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in aliens. You don't have to tell me about suspending disbelief. Yep. I do not believe that Mike Ward is popular anywhere. I'm sorry. Well, he's Quebec he's really he's Quebec's really a totally big. different market. It's a country. Know, it's a country yeah, unto yeah. itself, and I don't I think they it. have to separate. I'm not saying that at all. I, whatever they want to do, the French is fine with me. But he's he's a big celebrity in Quebec. I I don't. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, but he is. So it just makes the impact. He was. It's not a nobody. I think he said it on a special. He said it on a special that's sold. I, and, and again, off the top, I think it's ridiculous. I'm not defending this this kid. And what what I, what I was saying is, I think it's like it's bad uh, to do this because this sick kid is just another person. If you can make fun of him, and if you can't make fun of him because it's sick, it's like discriminating him against him because of his disability. But I guess the idea is, why are you making fun of kids? No, that's not the idea. Who gives a shit? Listen, it's like he said. Like I, you know, I have rape jokes and they kill. Like, <laughs> listen, everything should be able to be made fun of. What really was crazy was that he was like, there's one human rights tribunal in the world. And then we have 12 in this country. Pro- province to province to province to province. Plus one for the whole Plus country. Plus the big boy, yep. That's yeah, insane. That's insane. And, and There's one human rights tribunal yeah, for the it, world. It, it like, seems crazy. And again, they're there, to, they're there to persecute war crimes. We're talking about genocide. That's what that tribunal is for. And ours is to fucking... Fine comedians. What Get makes it interesting is though, I believe they asked him for eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, and then they were gonna settle for like forty or twenty. And or so he's in like two hundred fifty thousand dollars now because he's fighting it. Yeah, because lawyers cost way more than the actual. So fight. I mean that that's the only reason he made on to Joe. Had he just paid the money, this this would have gone away. But uh, I don't know if you guys are aware. There's a case of he could have um, also GoFunded me this. No problem. Th- there was a there was a case. Yeah. No, well, he said he did. He got like half of it, I think. Uh, go for twenty-seven thousand. Um, there was a case in Vancouver if I heard about that. I'd throw ten bucks at it. There was a case in Vancouver where uh, a comedian who is a nobody was on stage, and there was two lesbians in the front row. And um, I think I heard about this. And I don't know. He 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 made fun of her or whatever, and then um, they threw a drink on him, so he called him a, a c word or whatever. Cunt, um, come on, no, no, I meant crazy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, good got that. you. Good uh, yeah. uh, but anyways, Green over here. anyways, he, this guy, and this is, it wasn't like he was getting paid money. It might have been an open mic. He had to pay them like fifteen thousand dollars. See, so, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And you're not aware of it because Canadians are too polite to push these laws. But when push comes to shove, you, you can go cry to someone in Canada. But again, you can be a character in a movie and say anything you want. Yeah, but again, it's because the guise playing, of fiction. Yeah. Every but again, I think if you go up, I think if you go up as Neil Blender, maybe you don't. So, so if, if, 
you, Matt Floyd, go up on stage and you call yourself Pentelis, then you can say anything you want because it's not you. It's Pentelis or whatever, right? Well, it's like a ventriloquist act, right? Like the dummy could say whatever the dummy, the dummy can be super racist right. and say whatever it wants. Which and it you're always like, is. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I don't know. It's the dummy. And but th- this is my point, right? Yeah. But you throw a dummy in there and it's okay. But you go up there as yourself and they can sue you. This is crazy. Well, they shouldn't be able to sue you for, I mean, unless you're saying, unless it's libel. But again, you're on stage. You're making jokes. So I don't see the argument for libel for me in comedy is stupid anyway. I, I don't think that's ever happened. No, I don't think it has Ever. either. That has not but, happened. No, but my no, point it's a is... a First Amendment thing, right? We don't have amendments. No, I, I, I realize that. I mean... No, that really fucked me up. That's what's protecting and, and, them in the and states. And actually... Yeah. That's um, why nobody's getting sued in the states for going up and doing comedy. Not to be a uh, technical Terry, but uh, it's slander if you say something. It's libel if you write it. I my do, apologies. I, I do yes, not. No, no, so. no, no. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you, but I just uh, wanted to say the difference. And I've never heard of someone being... For comedy, saying something and someone taking offense to that like that. Yeah, but that's because again, it would never hold up in court because you, yep. it's just under the guise of comedy. And I'm also, just saying it off the cuff. There what, wasn't. What I want to say is the mediums changed so that none of this mattered before you could record stuff, right? Because if you could say the craziest thing in a club, if, if there's no record of it, then it well just what goes if in there the ether. Are like- 20 witnesses. You know? No, there's 20 well, witnesses. Point but they is can more like it. what Bill Burr always says: like there's always a blogger there. Like everyone has a blog. Simon's right. There was always someone watching. If someone, it just, the point was, is did that person have a platform? Yeah. Could it, could those 20 people get it to 20 more people to get it to 40 people? The problem to, is everyone has a platform. Well, now. apparently in Canada, you could, you just have to complain to one tribunal and yeah, you know, yeah. walk down to your friendly neighborhood tribunal store. The bully squad. What I was going to say is right now, could you figure out, could you, I mean, I guess I could just go on the internet, but. I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, there's 11. I mean, you could certainly find one of them. Yeah, clearly. It just it blew my mind. I was absolutely shocked. Again, all this stuff is recorded. They had enough evidence to make their, their case, even if it was in the wrong. Yeah, but I always just thought, I always, whenever you heard Americans, like, we're in the freest country, this, that, living here and growing up here, you always thought, like, well, yeah, but you've never really been here. And then I hear that, and I'm like, no, maybe they win. Yeah. Maybe they're... No, no, for sure. That one point, on that one point. But... No, on a lot of other points, too, probably. They're fucked on medicine and medical stuff, for sure. They and get that th- wrong. They're much more interested in personal freedoms, though. That's for sure. Or, or, well, they or just want... They just, they're just interested in... Um, yeah, and the idea that like you can do and say whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. But I bet you guys both personal agree freedom. that they, yes. they, they have to do something about their gun problem. They have all sorts of other problems. I'm just saying on... Well, that one is specific? The gun problem? Yeah, Yeah, they got a real problem. But do they have to do something about it? Or is it it a matter of freedom that they're allowed to have these guns? No, Kamar, you don't... Well, no, we're not talking about the real issue. The real issue... (laughs) Hold on. No, we can go off on this. It doesn't matter. Who cares? This is how this this works for 45 minutes. The real gun problem in the States is that they legally are not allowed to keep any fucking records. So on a computer... What I mean by that is if you go to where they keep all the records of guns for all of the U.S., it's in one building in the States, it's all handwritten. All of their gun records are handwritten. They cannot keep them on a computer. So, And they won't. They refuse to keep a registry because the NRA fights against it so hard. So, yeah, of course they need to fix just that. Just register every gun and then make sure that everyone who has a gun is a safe and smart gun owner. That's it. 
But the problem is there's like fucking 50 guns for every person. Well, I mean, we just that just doesn't work. But that it's, it's a matter of the it's freedom. It's not going right? to work the way it's going to work. If you, it's going to be something like Australia where they just aren't allowed having guns. And then and that won't work because they'll start using those guns before they let that happen. That's right. It's, and it's, and, it's, and I don't a, want that to happen. Freedom that the, Listen, the Australian government is not the U.S. government. If there's any group of people that should have guns solely on protect themselves from the government. It's the American people. The free- I actually believe that. I know that sounds crazy, and they have drones, and they could probably kill all of them anyway, but I'm not fucking kidding you. That government is so scary that those people need to be armed to the Well, that's, that, that's what they'll tell you the point that's, of it that's is. That's the argument. It's not, it's not that, a gun. You know what? As I, get older, as I get older, that argument sounds a lot more fucking plausible. Like the whole, the whole deal with Texas is that they made a... a an agreement when they came into whatever the fuck it is, the constitution or whatever, that they could leave at any point. Succeed. Yeah. Anytime that they, they're not interested anymore, they're done. And that's still on the table today. And that's why they're the Republic of Texas or the, whatever the fuck they are. Well, I've heard it. uh, And yeah, that's the time to call in. (laughs) Um, But, uh, Texas guns. Well, no, there's been a lot of talk of this, the states in general. What if the, they separated? Have you have you heard those theories that they yeah, should they all talk, be little countries? They talked about that. I've, I've heard it mentioned in other places. It was yeah. a, so a malice. Every, I think mentioned every it. state would have a border, so there would be no free drive anymore through the states. Well, well I don't know the, the technicalities of it, but they'd be fighting each other. No, I'm sure. Well, I mean, Let, Europe. Listen, Europe is is if a they bunch were, of countries that are free and open borders. What I was going to say is, Except if the U.S. Brexit. if the U.S. right now were to decide we're going to split into 48, 50 different countries. They would they would make it so that if you were born in the continental U.S. before whatever time, you would be able to travel freely within the. You know what I mean? Like they would just grandfather it in. That, but if you were Canadian, yeah, you'd probably have to cross fucking forty-two borders to get to Florida. Because I think one of the arguments for it, and I'm not smart enough to actually know, is that if they all become different countries, you shrink the federal government's. Need. I mean, they they just become foreign policy and defense, basically. Well, whatever. Because every state's taking care of everything. Money at that point. No, I'm sure they just trade American dollars. Like the euro would be. Well, but it wasn't like that to begin with, right? Like every uh, country used to have its own money over there. The Italy was Brian. Brian talks about this in great detail in the Fight Companion. Does he? I don't remember. Yeah, he talks about how because they're talking about the euro, and Brian mentions the fact that well, the problem with the euro is that. Workers in Germany work harder than workers in Spain. Therefore, the dollar in Germany should be worth more because the the work goes further. You know, right? Because the G- Germans were the only country that had a a strong dollar, a dollar that was legitimately above yes. par. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, not to mention the Germans just in general are far more industrious than most other European countries. Like the European Union went to Germany. And at, this is hilarious. And asked them to bail Greece out, right? No, no. They oh. asked. They said, "Will you lead the union? You guys are clearly doing a lot of things right, and we think it would be best if you guys just kind of not led but guided the rest of the union." And this is what Germany said: uh, "We don't think enough time has passed. We don't necessarily feel comfortable. Yeah, we don't want to be leading anything." Yeah, which I thought I was like. Little golf Bravo, clap, Germany. small golf Bravo. clap. Yeah, good. You know what? Good on you. How do you say uh, too soon? Yeah, <laughs> this did not go well this time. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, we got off. But it, it, the whole point of that was just this freedoms. <clears throat> like freedom is more more important than anything. Goes a lot of ways with a lot of issues, and uh, we do not have the same freedom of speech that they do have in America. <clears throat> I felt though he uh, he was like he he should have. Uh, if he's gonna fight that, she's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have told that joke. Basically, said, and then and by then uh, admitting uh, guilt almost, well, but yeah, but defend the right to say it. I don't think he had enough confidence, and he, and he makes jokes about kids, like fucking kids and stuff. You know, like he's that black or or not black, dark blue humor. Yeah, but again, I don't really give a shit. Like, if if it's not your humor, don't fucking listen to it. That's fine. Turn it off. Yeah, but if. There's obviously an audience for it if this guy's a millionaire. So I don't, I just hate, I hate that people are angered by what other people are into. That fucks me up so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I don't, did he have any good stories? And, and he, he called, he called comedians hacks and stuff. And he sort of shit on the scene, I felt. Well, because he was giving Joe props for shitting on Mencia and being banned from the store and stuff. Yeah, Remember, he was like, "You did that for comedy." And thank God, Joe. Did you was love like, his accent? I'm did not, you just love his accent, Mike Words. Yeah. No, well, I've seen him do stand up. To me, he sounded like when you go to the states. Like I often hear Canadians like, "We don't have an accent. We don't have an accent." When you go to the states, you quickly realize you're like, "Fuck, we have an accent." And he was like listening to him talk. I was like, "Oh my god!" I feel like we sound like suckers. Oh yeah. We just know we we sound like like weird country folk, like Optimists. inbred country folk. Cuz their country folk have really twangy like hi. Whereas we just sound literally like I don't know. Yeah, so what I do you, what do you what, what what's that look about Simon? You look lost and then you look verklempt and now you look more lost. It's all good. I'm just listening, man. Oh, it's perfect, perfect. Yeah, so this podcast was all about free speech and um Mike Ward's fight, but I just I can't pull for him. He's such a mean guy with his jokes and stuff. I was pulling for him in the sense that I I say some outlandish shit, and I would hope that one day a fucking tribunal doesn't come and slap me with eighty thousand dollars. It could be one of them, but he kept saying how. Now I believe Simon thinks he was joking, but you make me feel so bad. You make me feel so bad. Like you shouldn't feel so bad if you're making these jokes and you believe in them and you think they're funny. But if if you're doing them, if you're doing these jokes because you know it's shocking stuff, then you are sort of hack, buddy. Uh, whether you're successful or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't take it that way. I just think he he. I just think he kept looking for. This is one of the problems with Joe. Oh, there. I, every week I have something. Joe has no problem taking a talk off the rails to make a joke, but when someone else does it, Joe always gets back on the serious tip, and that's why he. I think that's why he kept being like, "Ah, you make me feel so bad," because he was trying to make like little joke and light but joe was like no no let's get back to the topic yeah thank like, god there's, there's some well yes and no there's sometimes where joe is so rush limbaugh about it like let's stay on topic well i i don't want to entertain this guy like you just he, he, he jake the snake made uh joe laugh a lot more yeah but i think that was also awkward laughter like i think if mike ward was really hilarious he'd be cracking joe up listen i'm not saying mike ward was funny i, I really didn't I he didn't. was fanboyed out I didn't think the episode was that good. The best story, the oh, the best thing that came out of it for me was the story. I think they threw their buddy under the bus because they said they came down three of them to L.A. for a couple of days, and the one guy oh, the, got the ripped off longer. by a, yeah, the by a prostitute. <laughs> and I, and oh, I, I don't hilarious. even know. I'm, it seemed like that guy is the type of guy. Like, oh, tell whatever you want about me or DKS get you there. Yeah, he, I, I got that vibe, like. Because he, he said he's the type of guy that would get robbed by a hooker. 
And then within two days, and <laughs> they, got in robbed. LA, yeah, they got robbed by a hooker. He uh, got pepper sprayed by a hooker who robbed him. And he's told the guy that gave her the money, and she's like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're not doing anything. Like you're just sucker." So they threw that guy on the bus. But that was their best story, I think. Yeah, no, that was really funny. And they, and they, they, what they should have done if they were really cool guys, I think, is maybe bigged up some Montreal comics somehow. Worked him in like he, he wasn't. There's there's a couple guys that are really funny up there. He was like they're all hacks and like like I uh, do, do you understand uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean I, at the same time like I don't know if I go on Joe Rogan, am I really gonna spend that much time like just bigging? No, I'm not gonna. No, I would assume you'd be beside me if you came, Kamar. First of all, I would big up somebody if. Would you? Why? I don't even want to say it. Are you? You're really there to promote others? Like no, but just I don't know. Yeah, promote everything. All uh, a rising tide raises all ships, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if you didn't say my name and you were just on the Rogan thing, I, I guess we'd talk again. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Listen, from a guy that fucking hung up so, on me this week, you're lucky I'm even sitting here with you. I didn't hang up on you. The power died. You are... The power died this and, guy lies and was better. Teeth. The, my, this guy, you guys no. are talking on the side? No, 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 no. I oh, listen. <laughs> this fucking jealous girlfriend. We're trying to cut you out, man. We can't deal with you in a in a in a what's it called a thread. But um, by I the po- end of this, it's just going to be fucking three podcasts. It's going to be me and Simon, me and Kamar, and then the Simon. And you want to hear how a lady like this is? He thought I hung up on him, but my phone died. So I ran upstairs to put in the charger, and then called him back multiple times, but he was not answering. Well, because I'm, he thought you he, hung up on Because he was done. No, well, no. Of course he was done. Bunch of pussies. I'm in the middle of doing work. So I, again, I'm not like, I, I was calling him in a fucking a 10 second like break I had. And then I'm like, this prick hung up on me. And you did hang up on me. I did not. You're a fucking I did not. liar. I Kamar, swear Kamar to never God, I did not. Anybody. I do not hang up on anybody. This is, and this is how I know he hung up. No, no. This up. is how I know he hung up. Because... As I call him, I'm in the middle of smoking a joint. Again, I have a very limited window. I'm smoking a joint. He answers. I'm mid-cough. So I'm coughing. This is all he says. Don't fucking cough on the other phone. <laughs> well, no. And then his phone coincidentally dies. Give me a fucking break. Oh, Give me a fucking well, hey, break. hey. Yeah. That sounds like really bad. But I was just <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was busy there, Pentelis. No, but you caught him going, Darren fucking Brown. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I know. Don't t- cough the phone. And it died. And I ran up and I wrote back to Floyd uh, right away. It meant a um, lot that you called. It meant a lot that you called. Yeah. And I meant that. Like I was so touched that you called, and uh, yeah, I'm Dude, sorry. You are the least fucking <laughs> sincere person. No on the face man, of the earth. no one calls me, and I'll tell you this: I played no. You hang up with my mom, so I never hang up on anyone. Whatever. On the phone. That's not my. That's not my mo. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You had to find out about us uh, communicating this way. Uh, so and you know what the so way? Cute. You know what the worst part was too? This is how terrible I am. I go back to talking about how terrible I am at texting. Oh, the wait. There was the text about the game at bros that I thought was at your brother's house. Yeah. You texted this week in the group. I thought I was like sick. Sam Harris is on Joe Rogan this week. That's awesome. And then I was like, wait a minute. He's on with Darren Brown. I, it was like the Cutman thing. I was so fucking lost. I had no idea. Yeah. Everyone has a different short hand. Not everyone. Yeah. And then, and then I got you. I was like, Oh, Darren Brown is on Sam Harris. Excellent. Yeah, and th- we got some of the answers we wanted, but we'll talk about that. after. I feel like if I, uh, if I text too much to a guy, I feel like I'm trying to hit on them. If I use too many words. 
So to be very blunt and basic, like this, this is just a conversation. There's nothing going on here. But not, if, just not if you're in a thread. Then it's okay. You can say whatever you want. In the thread, in yeah, because you know it's an orgy. That, no, it's more than just an intimate conversation with another dude. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. so when you say suck my dick in those threads, it's more of like a, I don't know how to hit on two of you at the same time. He's <laughs> insulting you. you, whereas when he says that when it's just the two of you, he's inviting oh, he's you inv- over. Ah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Netflix and chill and mm-hmm. whatnot. Nice. The nuance. Gotcha. Did you have anything more about Mike Ward? I mean, well, I are you more worried about? what you're going to say now? Like, does that affect you at all as like on a, stage? A you mean? Yeah. No, I, I'm more worried about this podcast because this means ever, the world to me, but no, I, uh, no, but knowing that, you know, you, a nobody, no offense could be up there doing your craft and somebody could, you know, report you. And next thing you know, you know, you're people have confronted me. have been offended. It hasn't gone. I mean, that. is that best case scenario? For best you? case scenario. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. If it, ha- if it happened, I would immediately leave. It the would country. make you famous. If not it made me the- infamous or famous, but um, it depends on what it was that offended no, but someone. Like Matt was saying earlier, you know, if that would happen to you or some other comedian and they wanted two bucks from me, for sure. You know what I mean? Ten bucks, like for your little campaign to. 100%. Because I think it's a ridiculous law. Absolutely. Yeah, you shouldn't have to worry about that, though. But I, no, again, you shouldn't I, have to worry. I about would that. rather I would rather find a way to fucking change this bullshit law and tribunal than actually give ten dollars every time they fucking try to find a comedian. Well, that's not gonna happen. No, it's not. But it's crazy. This is insane. I, well, I, I didn't really commit myself to giving anybody money, right? No, you're now. That's I think you're on the hook for ten bucks. Binding. Yeah, every time it happens, Simon. Simon's on the line. I just want to figure out how my human rights were hurt, so I can get some cash. Oh, you know what? Wait, that's good. That I want to get onto some housekeeping from last week, real quick. Um, Me too. <laughs> no, myself as well. Um, uh, what were we just talking about? We were talking about fucking Mike Ward and human rights. Human rights being human violated. Human rights being violated. Fuck it. Who cares? Well, I want to mention you lost it yeah, already. It was that quick, dude. Holy it was good. Shit, that was good. Man. That was the first time that's ever happened. That's I'm telling right. you, man. I was really interested. But age, a, age, and pot. It's just unreal. A bit of housekeeping. We've come this far uh, since the Darren Brown, Joe Rogan, the infamous episode, and he has not mentioned. No, you're right. I was the wrong. Push, yeah, he hasn't mentioned the which push. Which I've been waiting, hanging on every word of every episode for him to say, oh, my shit. Assumption, uh, my assumption, I have two assumptions. bonkers. No, no, I have two assumptions. Agreed. My first assumption is that Joe He just, never watched it. Well, no, but that he just found Darren Brown not that interesting and therefore was like, I'm not even going to waste. But wait a second. Hold on a second. He didn't watch it because if he had watched The Push, he would have talked about it. Yep. Like yep. to at least say, did anybody check this out? You know what I mean? Like Joe talks about shit. I'm he watches sure he would have said, I had this guy on. I wish I'd asked him. Well, listen, we saw it. Was there any way you did? Like how many people did you tell? About I told it? a million people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Still I, telling. Hate, I hate the fucking guy. And everybody I talked to him, like, did you watch the push? You got to watch the push. Not to mention you guys saw my YouTube. I went down the rabbit hole deep. I've oh, like deep. Yeah. I mean, and again, I listened to him on Sam Harris just as like a segue into. I think that was closure. Yeah, he answered a lot of the. He answered I never have to stuff. hear anything about Are that we, guy again. We're done with um, Pentelis and Mike Ward. Yeah, Mike One Ward. Jamie. Mike Ward. One it was Jamie. a. It was a discussion about free speech. Him being wronged. They didn't really get into anything interesting. I think Mike Ward just sort of fanboy. I had Joe never. At the end of the day. I had never heard about this case mm-hmm. in Canada. No, me neither. So, Crazy. I mean, I was completely shocked. Yeah. I found it disturbing. 
I uh, yeah, I was totally shocked. Uh, just for that, I would give it to Jamie's. Just because it was new information mm-hmm. to me, okay, I found it sure. interesting. I didn't like him, and I certainly did not like his magician friend. I didn't not. You guys really hated that. I didn't feel one way or the other. I just I was saying that he could have bigged up some Canadian comics. Oh, oh, this guy's cool. Just like dropped I, a name. You know what? I, I was I could totally see how he ended up on Kumia's network. That makes sense to Inflammatory me. Inflammatory stuff. I, I saw him and he does a joke about this situation. So how, how nasty is he? Cause he was talking about being like on the nasty show. And- He's nasty, but it's very blunt force. Tra- it's not like didn't see it coming no nuance, or yeah, nuance yeah. like uh, Stanhope. It's just like, yeah. And then I fucked it. Three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, that was a cow. So it was actually full grown and mature. No, I, but okay. I feel like that plays well in Quebec. That style. Of well, life. no, I think most Quebec comedy is like guys making crazy faces and like being being yeah, silly, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I yeah. just imagined every French comedian was a magician. I did you know, comedy like in French somewhere in there, and there was a French magician who closed the show. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you're not far off, but he's like he's like the one guy in the province that pushed the envelope like that, and that's his thing. Like he, I don't think any other guy could do it. And he talks shit about he talked mad shit about Gad Sad, and Gad Sad had been on Rogan, and Rogan didn't say anything. Yeah, that was intri- well, no, he, no, no, it wasn't Gad no, no, Sad. No, it wasn't, it wasn't God God, Sad, my bad, yeah. my bad. He talks shit about a Moroccan uh, comedian who's stealing all the jokes he was saying, like. Yeah, yeah. That's trash another comedian. Like, and, yeah, and well, he, he figures he's on Rogan. He was hoping joke, Joe was going to jump all over that, you, but Joe oh, never happen, takes that bit. That happened with him see it. We're brothers, but no. he, Joe's like, I don't want to talk about that yeah, stuff. Let's just keep about talking to you. Yeah. I don't no, think, he even said that. He no, goes, he said, we've beat yeah, that Yeah, he goes, no, we're not talking about that. Yeah, I, I don't think Joe loved these guys either. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, okay, I'm good, good. And again, I was telling Matt this off air, or maybe I was telling you off air. I don't think... Pentelis was gonna come. You know what I mean? Like I think that was sprung you, you on said Joe Joe's like, who's end. this guy? Well, because that's happened before. I don't remember the two guys, but a comedian brought his buddy, and I remember it like they left n- the whoremonger at the hotel, but he brought Pentelis. <laughs> Needless to say, that guy did not deserve to be on. Dude, uh, that Rogan. guy sounded awesome. Yeah, bring the whoremonger. Leave Pentelis, <laughs> their producer. And back to my like three degrees of Rogan. This guy told this joke. Got him in trouble, and it got him on Rogan. So it's the best so thing that ever anything's happened. Anything's possible. Yeah, exactly. But Simon, you had some Matrix moments from this week. Some Rogan uh, Matrix moments. I don't know if I had any. From the headbutting. This no, but just was no, that this, this week though. Yeah, you said there was a few. So for those of you, oh, that we was have, from last. We week. have Matrix moments where we we believe that we're living in a simulation, so that anything we mention, they're going to bring up on the podcast. So I think we should start also every week. Just bringing up three random topics. We each pick a topic, and just to roll the dice, see what like, happens. You, like, yeah, like one word, like bagel. And then if they talk about bagels, well, we they know did talk about bagels. They always do. Bagels count. and pizza. They use different yep, water. But, That's a Roganism. Okay, but what I'm saying is, I used a bad example. I'm just saying you pick like you know what I mean, like Szechuan. I hear. And yeah, then if they yeah. bring up Szechuan, we know we're in the fucking matrix. But you said there was two this week. Blueberries is what I'm going with. Okay, so Kamar. Uh, blueberries. 
<laughs> I don't think he understood. What guy, was the I'm answer? Gonna, this guy, I'm gonna is, hands, I'm gonna this guy is hands down the worst pick. improv partner on the Michael Scott over here. What the? Fuck? I'm gonna pick one for Kamara. I have to come up with a random topic. Just yeah. anything they may mention on Rogan to see if we're living in the Matrix. But don't make it something that they would be likely. Kamar, Kamar, the week not, coming, the week not coming, blueberries, aliens. No, 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 Fuck, no. Fuck, man. Not something <laughs> they guy, would talk this about. This guy is unreal. Oh, yeah, he's something. like MMA. Like, that doesn't but count. I don't understand. You're saying, you're Kamar, saying they're not going to talk about blueberries. No, no, no just I'm listen. saying if you're they talk about pick, blueberries. You're going to pick a totally random topic that they will most likely not speak of. Mm-hmm. And if they do talk about it, then we know the mat- that matrix. we are living in the matrix. Okay, they're going to talk about uh, women's reproductive rights. This guy is I hands down the worst. This guy, <laughs> this guy Those is Those are worst. things they talk <laughs> about guy. on Rogan. Well, here, I, Kamar, I, I think Kamar, what we know. Here's a oh, good one. Unicorns. Plaid jackets. Plaid jackets. Sorry. Thank you. See, that was so much better. Why do you guys ask me questions? We Fuck. Matt, go ahead, please. I'm going to say polo. Love it. There you go, Kamar. Now, the clothing or the sport? Doesn't matter. Either. I, I don't get this game yet, guys. He gets but. a double entendre on that one, See, and we're moving go. on. The Matrix mo- Matrix moments were, I felt like Joe almost went out of his way to talk to Matt and say, "Oh yeah, that, yeah." Um, Joe, Joey Joe Diaz was said not. To me, Joey Diaz has a million stories. Yeah, he's like Matt Floyd. Matter. Just yeah. if you were, how wondering, do you feel, Matt? Well, I I mean, what am I gonna say? Because I believe at the time we said. Uh, you guys said it was whatever, even if he's making them up. And I, I know deep down inside, I was like, he's not making them up. And he even said, he was like, and some people think Matt Floyd, and he's just making yeah. them up. It's like he was listening. So yeah. now you think there's no way he's... Well, we know he wasn't listening. You like him better. You like so him better. Matrix moment. No, it has nothing to do with that. We just Simon's convinced either we're living in the Matrix or Joe has listened to our. But podcast. Kamar, you also had a Matrix moment from that very same episode when they were talking about racism. That's right. And they had this same discussion that we had about racism, Which where one? we were racist. Who could be racist and and, and whatnot. We didn't talk about who could be racist. Oh, but that was my that was my. Little was, no, we had on, a whole thing on. about racism yeah, yeah. in yeah, our yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. and then they had. But a whole do you mind if someone topic. is racist to change someone from being racist? No, no, no. no. Wow. So here, that was my that, matrix moment. So here's my housekeeping. Here's my housekeeping. I used an awful example. What I was trying to say last week was this, and this is the example I'll use. If I find out that someone hates me, but I know that they're not going to do any harm to me, I don't give a shit because I expect that a certain percentage of the population is going to hate me i hate a certain percentage of the population probably larger than most but as long but i'm not going to harm any of the people i hate so that was the example i was trying to get to was that i don't care if someone hates me if they're not going to harm me racism was a bad one because it's ridiculous to just openly hate a whole group of people because of the color of their skin or whatever ethnicity this that, and the next that was my housekeeping and my housekeeping well, well was done, my housekeeping yeah, yeah. was says I don't think it's even racism. I think it's straight up prejudice. What, and, now, and, what are you talking about now, though? Well, every unless you're blind, you're racist. You you see that someone is a different race from you. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just a, even even well, no. Like, but if you prejudge a person because they look different from you, that's the issue. No. So you brought up like I was watching uh, Narcos Mexico this week, and there's a scene where this Mexican dude has to go to Colombia to meet with like Pablo Escobar. And again, I know that it's, I know that it's like a, a fiction, but there's obviously some reality to it. But the Colombian guy is like, like I fucking hate Mexicans. Mexicans are disgusting. So 
the idea that like only white people can be racist is absolutely ridiculous. Out the window. Because there's like even amongst Asian countries, look there's at, a hierarchy. Look, look at Harvard. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, we cleaned the house there a bit, uh, I guess. So the other, well, uh, we should bring this up. We we're already at an hour and ten, and we always we we've never really decided if we were gonna do fight companions because it's a slow week. I guess we'll touch on the fight companion because it was also a really good episode. There's a couple points, yeah, that I have. Uh, about but moving it. forward, should we should we include the fight companions? That's a big I, decision. I, well, why don't we why don't we let the listeners? decide that if if they want to hear us do uh and the real question is are we going to do a live fight companion well well i mean i think we saw that that's totally possible and doable as we experimented the other night uh i'm not going to talk anymore about that (laughs) no but are we going to do one should we do one i would like i would like to try i think that'd be funny well there's a there's a boxing match this saturday so we would do the fight companion companion i can't do it you can't do one saturday like i told you guys i'm working at the shaw center okay but maybe next saturday for the big, there's a fight next Saturday, December first. No, the one after that. Oh yeah, possibly could. The do that. ninth is uh, Brian Ortega, Max oh, Holloway in Toronto. That's we're gonna time. do our own. So what fight I'm saying companion. is, yes, we don't do it's not. It wouldn't be a fight companion, fight companion. It's we would watch the fight upstairs in my living room with three mics set up, just the three of us. Oh, that's interesting. You're gonna piss off some people who want to come over and just watch the fight. You want to do that? Well, I'm the one that pays for the fight every fucking month anyway. So anyone anyway, I piss off. That's heavy, man. Yeah, we could do that. We, I mean, we could, there's nothing to lose. Either way. I it, mean, it, this week, the Fight Companion ended up being the most uh, probably interesting the best episode. podcast of them all. Yeah, it made up for it, and it was longer. It seemed... I, I got to give Eddie credit. Like, they were... They were just seemed like Brendan Shaw was baiting Eddie at every fucking turn. So that's it for oh. Mike Ward, and we're going on to the oh, yeah, fight we're, companion, sorry, we're done. which doesn't yes, have we're a number with Mike, Mike Ward. Ward. Yes, fight companion Eddie Bravo, Brendan Shaw, Brian Callen. Supposed to be Sturgill Simpson for some reason. I don't but, even know uh, who that is. I think he's a country singer. He is. A, he is. That's what but he is. That's he, probably he why they were like, "Oh, why are on. we bringing this guy here?" <laughs> Joe, Joe likes music. Was having him on. Whatever he could make it. They didn't. I, I don't think they spoke. They never about even it. talked about it. I, maybe it was just like a total misprint uh, on the. Either way, they were baiting Eddie into some fucking. And I feel like he's not. I feel like something no. happened to him where he's not as deep into the conspiracies. I've got to disagree with you, one hundred percent. Only Brendan was baiting him. Only Brendan was. Sorry, Joe was wasn't baiting him. Sorry, I thought I said at first yeah. Brendan. Did no, I, no, I you, first? Only you Brendan, and he was okay, being sorry. disrespectful about it. And it was Brian no wanted nothing to do with it. Didn't want him going those deep waters. Yeah. And I have so much respect. Eddie Bravo, I think, is Joe Rogan's right hand man because they disagree. They'll disagree like, like. Really disagree, but you'll never see Brian or Joe or... Um, no, Brian disagrees with Joe. They do a bit, but I'll, what I was more getting at is Brendan and Brian are like, like, what are we going to do today, Joe? What are we going to do today, Joe? Yeah, and and Eddie just sits back and, and he was itching because you know what he didn't mention? What he was dying to mention. Remember when he was talking all about how much he likes politics now and it matters? You know what he's talking about. Q. Have you heard of Q? No, what are you talking about? You guys have never heard of Q? I've said too much. Uh, Timestamp that? What time is that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you guys, you guys still know AD is... Wait, hold on. Kamar, what is Q? Q is a thread on uh, t- 
Twitter or a, a Twitter account that claims to be inside parties in the government who are fighting the darkness within. And it's a big, I mean, CNN and uh, Vice, I think both did stories on debunking it. That it's just a bunch of people following some crazy account. So, so what's your point? Is What does that have to do with Eddie Bravo? Because if you listen to uh, Tin Tinfoil Hat. Uh, I do sometimes, yeah. He, oh, he talks about Q deep. And that's why oh, he's, when that, he's on it. I that, see. Now that's I why he's you. engaged in uh, government now, but I'm so proud of Eddie because Brendan was completely trying to bait him. And a hundred percent. Best part of this episode though, is when Joe has to piss. I, I have it time stamped. Can I give you uh, hold on a second? Hold on. I'm telling you though, it's because Brendan, it's all of them. Oh no, Brian, Brian goes, no, 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 no. Well, no, first of all, Brian says it like, Oh my God, I've never seen you have to get up and piss, but it's then there's the best moment of silence where it seems like they're all just kind of like, like they sit back and are like, we got control. What, now. what do we do? No, like they're all like scared. Like, which is funny because I, I was thinking you all have podcasts. Like it was one twenty six seventeen. just in case anybody's interested. Yeah. There's a super Joe long pause. Takes Joe goes piss. to take a piss. Then there's a super long pause and they're all just kind of sitting there going, what do we do now? And then they eventually get back to it. But I just thought that was a great yeah, moment. Well, uh, Joe, because Joe never drinks on the podcast usually, so he doesn't have to piss. This one, they were all drinking, and uh, I guess he broke the seal. Well, no, even and... sober October, he sat there for four hours and didn't piss, didn't he? Yeah, they weren't drinking exactly. The the wrap up, they were drinking the oh, the oh entire for show October, for the wrap up. Yeah, they're sorry. wasted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He sat there for four hours and didn't piss. Yeah, that's a big moment in the show. I thought Jamie was going to take the. Bull by the horns there and and run it. Run Jamie through. locks the door, but um, I just, just lo- I just love podcast. Eddie Bravo I've been waiting so for this. much. He was so good, and he's been with Joe a long time. And he uh, Brian to- has as well. Brian has. Uh, they I were mean, talking about how they were at a fight together in nineteen ninety six. I mean, hold on a second. Kamar is making it seem like Eddie Bravo is something he's not here. I, you'd have no evidence to say the, the counter. <laughs> I'm alleging. Oh I'm We're alleging. Mars doing the whole God thing yeah, again. You, you can't. You, you have can. no evidence to prove. I'm alleging Eddie Bravo is special, man. Listen, I got a lot of a lot of points here that involved Eddie being totally out of his mind. So, Just Brian, really how about deep? how pissed Brian got when they mentioned Sandy Hook? Yeah, he's very well, anti Alex Jones. No, but did you see? Like he was. He, Fuck, because they've fuck, already because t- when fuck that guy no when when he's like yeah the guy from the CIA is the guy that told Alex Jones he goes yeah fuck that guy and fuck anyone that he was super pissed because again I think it's machismo fa- personally no man no I think it's as a dad you're like what the fuck man Brendan's a dad too he didn't get all mad well, at him. Yeah, Brendan's IQ is and, slightly and lower. That's just because I don't think Brendan understands enough. You know, no, because I mean? Brendan was just focused on getting Eddie. On to getting explode. Eddie. Well, he wanted Eddie to talk about anything, to talk about Sandy Hook, to talk about. Well, like, that's what he says specifically. He says, well, why would someone make up a Sandy Hook conspiracy? Like it was like disgusting. Did, like I know, I thought it was. Ter- Listen, I thought it was terrible, but I think that you know, Eddie has some weird fucking opinions on things, man. He just, yeah, but did you also not agree? Like. It seemed Eddie at one point was like, did you notice that YouTube put all the debunking videos on the, I feel like a lot of it too, even the moon stuff. It seemed like Eddie was on board. Like all of a sudden he was like, well, I think he's, I think he's come to grips with some of them for sure. Yeah. But he's ready to go down holes. He's ready. He's ready to go deep at a moment's notice. I mean, how do cars burn? (laughs) How do cars burn? 
Yeah, they burn like that. <laughs> Dude, that was <laughs> Dude, that was insane. Well, anyways, and he, listen, he he's having that argument as Joe's house is potentially burning, yeah. you know? But like he doesn't understand that rubber is flammable. <laughs> like it didn't make any fucking sense to me. Brian and Callan are sort of both the same guy. Brian, like, Brian, yeah, Brian, Brian is Callan, and, yep. and they are the same guy. Brendan and Brian are sort of like... No, they are not the same No, guy. but they come at Joe the same way, if I where Eddie's like the difference thing. And you know what you got to do? Forget this. I'm going nowhere with this. But you know what you got to do if you ever meet Joe Rogan? He's got to bring a sandwich with sausage and peppers. <laughs> I would win him over. I do have to sure. say, though, how ridiculous was that? He's like, he's like oh, man. You ever had like a real good meatball sub? And Brendan Schaub goes, "Yeah, like from Subway." I was thinking, like, no, I, I, slap think that you in the f- I think that was Eddie Bravo. No, 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 because then Eddie goes, "Nah, man, he's talking about like Quiznos." And Joe is like, <laughs> "Joe is like, what the fuck are both of you talking about?" I'm talking about like from a deli. And then Brian finally is like, "Yeah, like a Jersey type deli where they oh, got like the meat hanging." They fucking talked like, yeah. about food forever, man. Yeah, they broke down their burgers selection stuff. But yeah, man, I don't five know. Five guys wins. I haven't had Shake Shack. Yet. Shake Shack wins. I haven't had it. So I can't. You've had five guys. I've had five guys. I've oh, had of course. Shake five Shack. guys is in Ottawa. So five yeah. guys I've had in and out. Five guys is better than a Hindenburger, right? Hindenburger is terrible. Whoa, five terrible. guys is a thousand times better yeah, than it's, Hindenburger. It's pretty crazy. Five guys. Five guys is amazing. I'm just saying Shake Shack is really, really good. Why did you bring Hindenburger into the talk? And there their fries. S- don't even talk. Don't, no, we're not giving plugs. No, enough. Terrible. Yeah, enough. I'm editing time that out. What time is it? Do that. What is the time? Yeah, we're editing Hintonburger <laughs> out of here for sure. Again, yeah, you're, you're doing a lot of editing, Sorry. man. To all our listeners in California and Texas, forget what you just heard. Listen. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Darren Brown. Yeah. What Did he did he snap his fingers? Yeah, I do you snap. not see me naked now? <laughs> I, I don't see you at all. I snapped. I snapped. What the fuck is going on? Simon throws acid in my face. Um, he actually just threw a blanket over me. Yeah. Uh, no, In and Out, In and Out is convenient and great, and their business model is awesome. But Five Guys is a better. Have camera. you ever had White Castle? Garbage. Oh my god, that too. He's like, I've never had it. I'm just the awesome. only thing. Um, no, just but wait, sliders. sorry, sorry. Fun. I was gonna say um, Shake Shack. Their fry is a crinkle fry. Yeah, I heard it's amazing. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah, okay, that turns you on. A burger connoisseur described to me like this. He said, in and out is the girl you date in your 20s and Shake Shack is the girl that you bring home to mom. That's how he described it. Yeah, Shake Shack's and Shake Shack rust- is the one you bang. Well, I think it was implied that you fuck both. But- the burgers, the burgers yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about, right? With yeah, consent. Okay. No, no, no. Five guys, you can't bang the burger. Yeah, you can't. Two patties. It's Even, really greasy. So warm. Even better. What are you doing? You're turning me on, man. I think the two are hungry and horny. Yeah. I think the two worst are uh, White so Castle go and, and just fuck uh, Jack in the Box. Never like, had Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is like someone puked in a bag and passed it to you and requested money. Do you guys eat? You guys both fuck with Burger King. We discussed that. I right? love Burger King, man. When they were talking about it on the show, I was having like. King oh, that, no, there. That was the oh, other that Matrix was the moment. other Matrix moment. Matt and I had talked about Burger King. Yeah, I said, the, yeah, because you asked me what the most exotic food I ever ate was, and I said it was the Burger King outside of Rigo, Quebec, which we both agreed was like a, a horror zone. You guys are crazy. Oh, Burger King fucking sucks. But, Im- but imagine if someone listening right now, it it doesn't, man. I, it, wait, hold on. I'm just gonna stand up for Burger King for a second. Burger King is amazing. Who the Whoppers, the Junior Whoppers, terrific. Terrible. Their chicken fries. Are fantastic. Yeah, their chicken fries are great, but go fuck yourself. Burger King's terrible, and I don't oh, believe yeah. I don't believe for cheap. one all like I don't believe bucks. for one fucking second that McDonald's b- burgers are one hundred percent beef and then just salt and pepper. 
Who said that? They, dude, they were bringing all that. Oh, shit they up were in pulling that. it yeah. up. Yeah, but let's not I get mean, let's not get crazy here. Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's. Burger King. Uh, Burger King or A and W? A and W. Are you fucked, uh, traitor? Why do you move south? Burger man? King. Go on. Hold on, Kamar. You agree uh, though? A and W all day. I, 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 yes, I do. You I would do. rather a fucking Whopper than a Teen Burger? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Burger oh King. We're, we're, Your opinion doesn't mean shit. We're here on the Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we speech. haven't got to where we're getting yet. Oh, well, I don't know if I'll get there because I'm not that smart, but Burger King or Harvey's? Burger King. Harvey's. Um, Burger King or, I don't know. Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's. Sorry, Wendy's. Ooh, Wendy's is the At the best. end of the tunnel, it's Wendy's. Burgers. Burger King or Wendy's, Matt? Wendy's bun sucks now. Oh, I haven't been there in a long time. No, they're bun. It's like a pound cake. Mm. Like way, it's almost mm. like all sugar. I can't believe I forgot Wendy's. But yeah. those are the major That's players. Canadian. Those are the major players. Wendy's, Wendy's is Canadian. Canadian. No, no, so, yeah. no, 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 no. No, you no, are no. incorrect. It's American. Dave, Dave? Yeah, Dave Thomas. Dave, Dave Thomas? Thomas? Come on, man. Uh, you are correct. Wow, I just walked I you off a ledge there, pal. Walking out in the world thinking Wendy's was Canadian. Holy fuck. Are you going to be the new Trebek? Let's <laughs> <laughs> come on, Yeah. <laughs> What is make what, you feel like shit. What is Wendy's? No, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Stupid, it's Burger King, dummy. Wow. I think we should uh, we should make uh, Daryl Hammond an honorary uh, Hall of Famer of the Joe Rogan Did he just experience. say honorary? Why is Daryl Hammond? What we because doing? he plays Sean Connery in Jeopardy who hates Trebek. Daryl Hammond plays yeah, Sean Connery does, yeah. in The Jeopardy Rapist. Who hates Trebek. Swords. Yeah, that is. It's a great skit. So yeah, and of course, uh, Turd Ferguson, oh, Norm Macdonald's an honor member of yeah. the Hall of Fame, obviously. Norm. Norm. All right, so that's pretty much it. I don't think so, this. Yeah, the fight companion is a group of guys, and they s- propose to watch the fight, but they don't watch the fight. They don't no, watch they the fight at all, and the they just talk shit. Speaking and- of fights, though, did you see that Stylebender's gonna fight? Uh, mm-hmm. Anderson Silva. Silva yeah. yeah, that's crazy. If if Silva has <laughs> any game at all, it's just because I have be nothing. Great fight! I have nothing to talk about in this. I don't know anything about fighting. I'm afraid of getting hurt. No, and the listeners don't want to hear it either. Mm-hmm. I uh, just a little personal story about myself. Whoa! Do share. Whoa! We'll be sure to edit this. I was using out. some hand sanitizer. Yeah. And then I went to light a cigarette. And your hand got my fired. hands. Both of them caught on fire. It was crazy, like a fireball. Yeah. And I went to put them out. And then everything else caught fire. And they wouldn't go out. Yeah. I thought I was going to third degree. And then they went out. But I'm just saying, don't use hand sanitizer and then light your cigarette like you're outside on a windy day. There is no better story than they wouldn't go out. The more you know. (laughs) What would have been cool if you lit your cigarette off your hand? Like a badass. Have you been watching Survivor? Simon? I have not, no. no My wife no, watches okay. it, and I clue in every now and again. Like, I know what's going on, though. I, I okay. She tells me all the time. Why? What's going on? What do you oh, want to know? A good, no, it's a good season. Yeah. I'm, I'm caught up. Apparently. Uh, I don't watch TV. I'm an intellectual. You are. <laughs> Kamar, you also need to watch Narcos Mexico. Narcos Mexico. Well, I, I, I was just going to say, is this turning to the Narcos experience experience? Because you, you are trying to pull it into your hardcore. Well, we're and, done. Um, That's it. If you want to call me up. 
no I'm talk never, about it. I'm never calling you on the phone ever again after that hang up. So yeah, this is uh, this is one of the, our biggest fears ever when we started this undertaking that there'd be not enough episodes. No man, listen, they talk about they talk about a lot of shit in this fight companion that has nothing to do with fighting. Yes, they did, but like they, they go down a ton. Of they're all the holes, same man. topics. Either way, we had we had pretty much decided from the beginning we weren't going to do fight companions. We're only mentioning it this week because it was a slow week, but we're at an hour and a half anyway, so we are going to wrap it up. If we if we had just done Mike Ward and Jake the Snake, yeah, if it was only those two episodes, it would have been. Uh, I don't. I don't know personally. I was like, I hope Simon's got some real notes for this. Well, no, I thought I thought we were going to talk about Darren Brown a little bit. We, well, we're at an hour and a half. If you want to touch on Darren Brown, we can do that. No, because no, no touching. It's fine. If it's you good. want us to touch Darren Brown or touch on Darren Brown in the future, message us. And uh, but he's a prick. That's what I'm going to say about <laughs> Darren Brown. And and After in that whole in that whole podcast was yeah the whole Sam Harris podcast. Yeah. The best question came from his daughter. Yeah. That was the only legitimate question. Well, we're getting into it thing. then. What was the question, Simon? She asked, "Why do you? How do you not go to how jail?" Do you, for, she pretty for much doing said, "How doing? do you live with yourself? Like these, you're forcing these people to jump off buildings." And he's like, "Well, uh, you know, I'm British, and uh, we do whatever the fuck we want." No, that's not what he said. He said, "Well, the these people now have the tools to not get taken anymore, so that way, like that, that was his justification for yeah, fucking pretty with much. Heads. I'm British. I've and helped I do them. whatever. I've I made want. them better people because of this, so I can fuck with whoever I want." Yeah, he pushed all the wrong buttons in that interview. Yeah, I think Darren Brown really chews to ignore how extremely dark the push is. He's too it's, busy. No, count. I it's disagree so with you. so dark. No, I don't think he realized. Or it, I he, totally he, disagree with you because everything after that was purely a story of redemption. He made so, up for it. Sorry, I, what I'm saying is he refuses to talk about how dark the push is. He breezes over it all I the agree. time. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk about it because it is so fucking dark. Yeah. But like I said, he he'll never do anything like that again. He'll never do anything like that. All again, of yeah. his stories now are based around have redemption, some redemption quality. Yeah, because I guarantee you, he like I said, he either got a lot of pushback, sorry for the pun, or he watched himself and was like, I think I might have. I, I just like I said, it's too. But the whole thing's a problem. Sorry, Matt, were you done? No, no, yeah. I the whole thing's a problem for me because he's constantly saying how redemption. Everybody feels so redeemed after going through it, right? Which probably is true about every other thing he did, but Except. it's not true about that. Well, no. The point I was going to make to you was what I took away from the both the Joe Rogan and the Sam Harris podcast with him was it seemed like he genuinely. I know you guys are, might disagree, but it seemed like he genuinely felt like he was helping people. Like, like it might not come off in the way they edit it. And keep in mind too that could be how it is. They- also, the hardships he endured with his sexuality. Yeah, I think it makes him have a sort of a resent for society, so he wants to manipulate them. That too, he was which, a, which well, no, I don't make it, that makes him like a, a worse person. He like, was closeted for go. like a long time. He's got to so, let yeah. it go. Maybe in a way, like I don't know. But there's nothing redeeming about what he did. Those people on the push, and I bet he couldn't do it in Canada. The Human Rights Tribunal <laughs> might have something to say about that. Probably not. You can't make people think they killed someone. I just feel like when I found out he was gay, there was a small part of me that was like, maybe he was just trying to get someone to come out of the closet that whole time. Like maybe he was hoping that Martin would push and be like, I'm gay. You know, like like simultaneously, like pushes the guy and then goes Dude, and tells the group, like, like grabs the black guy and is like, I like it in the chaff. He's you know, religious, just, eh? Darren Brown, yeah. yeah. 
Well, so is Sam Harris. No, I guess Sam. No, Harris Sam Harris is an atheist. Yeah, I know. You need but God. They had a but whole uh, just for the listeners, um, <laughs> what we're referring to here is that uh, Darren Brown, we spoke about on a previous podcast, was on a podcast called uh, "Waking Up with Sam Harris," yeah. and uh, as we complained in the old podcast that Joe didn't ask the questions, Sam, and as it turned it out, his daughter asked some way more pointed, directed questions to get some more closure. What the and fuck's Simon, going yeah, on? Yeah, you said head? you said that was the only question. I thought he actually had like a decent line no, of no, questioning. Yeah, he did, and he actually had watched them, which was really that, important. That's the huge key. That was the big that one for is me. The big key. Yeah, and why hasn't Joe talked about it? No, and keep in mind. Well, there we're back to that. Hashtag Joe. The big thing was also that I think Sam Harris had watched. He said he binge watched like a lot of it. I think he did what I did. He didn't just watch the push. He he saw it all. Well, especially a guy like Sam Harris, I'm sure would be uh, intrigued by this. Like, you can't deny the the pull the push has. Oh, for sure. As like a social (laughs) experiment, I just on social compliance. He loves hearing himself say that. On social, on, on social compliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <coughs> mm, yeah. This is Martin. Martin leads a boring life, by all means. We've <laughs> brought Martin in here because he's fucking such a pompous prick. Because he's crazy. Yeah. But right. uh, but I think I think we can agree after this Sam Harris incident that we've uh, we'll never talk about bad uh, closure with Darren Brown. Yeah, Darren and Brown, it's closed. We hate him. It's over until he comes Whoa, up with something more sinister. Another special, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I see some crazy shit oh, to bring I'm, up. I'm like, definitely watching it. But yeah. Simon, you believe is irredeemable. I just wish he'd take a little bit of. Uh, I think I wish he'd acknowledge more about what the push really was. <gasps> I think he should really do a show based around bringing guys out of the closet and like his. I'm telling you, that should be his his shtick. So like, if hypnotizing a family, them and making them come out, not even hypnotizing. No, like if he knows, like let's say you're you're like a family just has like. Our son Darren, he's definitely gay. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then they show Darren like, like prancing around the house, dusting. Oh, you know what I, I mean? Can absolutely see that show on like A and E or BBC. I'd or watch something. that hundred yeah. yeah, percent. That's what I'm great. saying. Like, and then like Darren sets it up where like the you know what I mean? The it's guy, called closet cleaning. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's per- let, okay. So there's our fourth business idea. Boom. Hear me out. Yep. I fucking hate what, if, what if what if <laughs> oh, what if hey whoa guys hear me out hear me out can I finish uh, what if Chris Angel and David Blade team up to do a prank on Darren Brown that'd be kind of cool eh no nothing you say is cool now <laughs> hey. and listeners might have thought hey, hey that's not a bad idea hear me out hear me out suck my dick <laughs> oh jeez yeah, show it up blow it yeah. let's move on no, <laughs> we're wait, done. wait, we're till, done. wait yeah. till I'm done with Matt no I'm so happy that I got all of that anger out about uh, Darren Brown and I'm done with it now I'm glad we gave you four minutes to vent <laughs> thank about you. it thank you I appreciate it no yeah. problem that's a bonus bonus push there episode. you go yeah mark the time <laughs> <laughs> alright so pretty slow week but we got through it uh, thanks for listening as usual thank you so much for listening i can't believe all you people in america didn't tune out because i said some stupid stuff and uh yeah thank you so much you want to do the usual gross thing and tell people where they can find you yeah first of all it's at kamar babar on twitter and instagram because i'm really important but if you want to reach out to us email us at the j-r-e-e podcast at gmail.com any questions any concerns any hate mail any dick pics from me Get that all over us to us, and please like and subscribe. That was the gross part I was talking about. That was the that was the <laughs> yeah. yeah like us yeah. like it, subscribe <laughs> exactly. Uh, again, truly, thank you for tuning yeah. in. If you've listened once or to all of them, have we a really good appreciate week. It. What up, Jesse? <laughs>